Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Oh, man. So, like we were saying before we, we start recording this, Joel, you know, sometimes we usually record on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people are listening to this right now. This is not Tuesday. This We are recording on a Friday. Which is great because that means we get to talk about some cool stuff that happened during the week. Uh, um, yeah. But of course, welcome back to the Now We Nerd podcast where we talk about a lot of nerdy things. Because oh, yeah. we are a bunch of nerds, as we Ten. do. Um, of course... I'm Brian. Along with me is Joel. Hello, everyone. Joel. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Or whatever, whatever day it is. Listening. I, I see you wearing your Mando hat there. Oh, hell yeah. Which is perfect because we got we got a lot of Star Wars to talk about. Hell yeah. Um. So, for those of you that don't like Star Wars, I apologize for this episode, because it's going to be a very Star Wars-heavy podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. But, before we kind of jump into that, because I feel like that's going to just overtake everything in this podcast. Yes, it um, does. We should probably talk about a little bit of other things that have been going on uh, this week. So, Joel, why don't you kick us off? What uh, What have you been up to this week? Well, I had the week off. Oh, uh, spring yeah. break, so I had one work day this week, public school. Oh yeah, just pretty the much relaxed. The school system. Oh, I know that that was nice. I'm um, just just chilling, playing a lot of Destiny still. Um, been meaning to get back into Sea of Thieves. I haven't haven't touched it yet. I know that I uh, Sarah and I we watched Beef with Stephen Yun and Ali Wong. That show was quite a ride. If you even remotely interested watch it um it's on netflix so, it was whew, it was so i've seen like little like poster ads about it but like what is beef literally they have beef with each other and that, that's yeah, well, all i that can it. say it, it gets wild it, you think it would it, it's it just takes a page from being ridiculous and goes even like far beyond what i thought it would and the supporting cast the writing direction everything it was just really well done and very entertaining and goddamn they're crazy <laughs> it was yeah quite a ride if you're if you want to see some people get mad and and do some crazy shit and lie oh man beef is for you check it out um of course uh watched this week's succession it's the final season there was a big uh it's a big episode that's all i will say in case you're watching it and you're listening and i don't want to say anymore uh that show is a shakespearean tragedy in itself as far as you know people could go it's like watching them fail is pretty pretty crazy but uh how they do it it's just wow it's like you don't want anyone to win but you want to see them lose but it's still tragic it's it's crazy it just goes to show that in the society we do appreciate just seeing a bunch of rich people tear them tear their families apart from the inside yeah and then uh oh sarah and i finished uncharted 4 so I have to oh, give that back to you, Brian. Hey. Um, okay. What a great ride these games have been. Uh, we still need to play Lost Legacy. We have, we're, we're just going to go ahead and play it uh, when we get to it. Um, nice. Again, just super fun. If you haven't checked them out, you ever have the chance to, check them out. Super cool. Um, yeah, just really fun ride. And I think 4 is definitely a love letter to the first 3 for sure. Okay. And lots. it was just a lot of fun. 
So, of course, Mando was this week. Oh my god, this episode of Mando. Whoa! Uh, they, you know, these people are complaining about filler. Well, this episode had more than enough to chew on forever. Oh I think. God, it was. Woo! There was a lot of information, a lot of story beats, big, big event. That's all I could say, really. Not uh, spoiling it because well, I'm sure we'll do a, a retroactive review of, um, and Mandalorian. So it, it was. I'm glad I saw it the day of too. I'm glad I had the day off because goddamn people, the spoilers were wild. I was like, this is really not so, cool for people who are working right now. I got lucky so, that wasn't working, but goddamn. I, I want I want to I want to talk about this for a second. What happened? Like we were doing so good about not spoil spoiling things, and then literally in the last like I want to say like three or so episodes of, the, of Mandalorian, like people just started like just posting up so many spoilers like without even any warning whatsoever yeah yeah it's it's like come on man we've been through we've been through this so many times you don't need to like at least put like a spoiler tag or something like we we have spoiler filters on social media now we need those we clicks and that them. clout they need it they need it just ridiculous uh, not everybody could stay up until midnight to watch Mando. Yeah, or yeah, I usually see it like the day of when I get home, and it's late usually. <laughs> so, yeah. oh man, but I'm glad I saw the episode. What an episode! We'll we'll talk about it later. And then uh, the Marvels trailer, right? I finally saw that. That was uh, uh, yeah, looks like a lot of fun, and it looks kind of. So what I saw was someone's tweet was saying, um, looks more like a movie that's to be a movie not like a marvel movie continuing the story it just looks like it's fun you know and i kind of agree i mean of course i'm gonna watch it because it is continuing the story but i'm excited to see all these characters they they showed interact and mm -hmm. see where the story goes it's exciting so it's intriguing to me because it's i don't know this is what i'm just gonna gleaming from the trailer but it seems like if the people if if I don't know if it's just if Kamala uses her powers or something. She like switch places oh. with Captain Marvel. So it's kind of, I want to kind of see like how that's going to work. Cause it looks funny as fuck. Like I already, I can already tell it's going to, it's going to be a fun time. Like the antics, like we knew we had fun with Miss Marvel and yeah. I feel like it's just, it's just like that with a bigger budget. Mm -hmm. Do you know it's the, if it's the same director, or is it a different director? Um, that's a good question. Hmm, let's let's look it up. Yeah, but I'm I'm super excited. All these things, um, coming out of course, and of course, all the big news we got. You no, know, uh, for Star. Sorry, I'm <laughs> like looking up for Star Wars. <laughs> I'm excited to really talk about that. Yeah, we're gonna deep dive into that shit. Um, I think it says there's like there was three different directors for the first one. This is what this lists here. Oh, no, so it is a different director for um, for two. It says okay, it lists three on the side here when I just type in Google. Uh, Nia DaCosta for sure is doing number two, and it says um, Anna Bowden, Ryan Fleck for the first one. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed Captain Marvel, the first one. People really didn't like it. Uh, there's still people mad about it, just like Star Wars. People are still mad about Last Jedi. Still post it. Still want to fire Kathleen Kennedy uh, every day. Someone really wants to fire Kathleen Kennedy. Um, but <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. And maybe, perhaps, like we said last time, if you are upset by the movie, maybe you don't need to watch it. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> Just little, little, you know, bit of advice. You don't need to put your energy to it. Anyway, uh, that was my week. So, I mean, pretty much. I'm sure I'm forgetting something per use. What about you, Brian? I know you saw a certain movie this week. So, I Joel, I did something that I've never done before. I went to see a movie uh, by myself. It was an interesting experience. I, I went to the... Uh, the the new theater over by the mall over over here it was very nice um, the one in Hillsdale yeah the oh, Sinopolis nice. it's really nice um, but yeah I got to see John Wick Chapter Four and boy was I was I glad I watched it because I like you know like when you're looking at movie times and you start seeing like the pattern of this movie's on its way out. Where it's yeah. like you get like four showings a day. That's what that's what was happening. So I was like, all right, I need to watch this movie. And um yeah, it was a real fun ride. Um I, like I feel like like I, I love the John Wick movies. They they've been super fun. Um but I feel like chapter four it was really like a hey, if if we're gonna not be doing John Wick movies for a while, like we need to go out with a bang kind of thing, and I I feel like they they hit the mark so well. The action was great. It was, it was actually really like varied up compared to the other John Wick movies. Mm -hmm. I think just like with um, with just like the amount of like uh set pieces they put in um, uh, what's his name, um. Danny, is, is that his name? Um, fuck. Uh, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Donnie Yen Danny was Yen. fantastic. He he was Amazing. so fucking cool in this movie. Um, mm -hmm. I won't go into too many spoilers in case like some people still haven't seen it yet. But like, like if you think like, oh, like you know, a super assassin who's blind. You know, it's like you can already imagine that he's gonna be really cool, but like I don't know, Donnie Yen just like somehow makes it even fucking cooler, just because mm -hmm. like he has this kind of like attitude about him, where he's just kind of like, like, come on, man, it's like, like don't make <laughs> don't make this hard, come on. And like they made him very creative too, how he creative. gets around it. Oh yeah, Dude, it was, like it's really cool. Which I really appreciate because I think the reason why I like the John Wick movie so much is because compared to other action movies, I feel like they are like some of the more realistic action movies. Like there, there's things that they have like Keanu Reeves and like other people do in the movie, like just feel very, very like down to earth. Because we've seen action movies, everybody's, you know doing all these like fucking impossible feats and like, you know, 
the gunplay and whatnot but like i don't know the i can't think of any other like series that you know oh the actor actually has to like worry up worry about like you know ammunition and having to like reload all the time mm-hmm. and so like john like john wick will just be like fighting a bunch of dudes and while he's in cover like you know he's like looking at his you know his uh, magazines and like reloading or if he runs out of ammo he like tries to pick up other weapons or he'll literally just take the gun apart and use it as a weapon mm-hmm. and like that and like he, he's done that in the whole series but it's something i just really appreciate but with donnie yen like working around the fact that his character is blind and the things he does is really like cool and interesting um yeah of course it was really cool to see um uh lance riddick Mm-hmm. Again, um, what I thought was gonna be last time, but I looked up because um, there is the spinoff movie coming out next year, uh, and a spinoff series. I've seen ads for it too. I sent it to you guys on TikTok. So apparently, surprise, such a spinoff series too. So apparently, they already filmed the spinoff movie, and he is gonna be in it. So um, nice. I think it was like ballerina. Um, is gonna be. Yeah, I think it's called ballerina. Is gonna. It's actually gonna be his last movie he appears in. Wild. So, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool to see him, for the time that he was in it. Um, of course, everybody in the in the movies great. Um, had a really fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, we did see the Super Mario movie. Oh, we was, did. That's what I forgot. Which was a fucking blast. <laughs> but boy, after see, seeing the Super Mario Brothers movie first and then seeing John Wick, made me kind of appreciate how <laughs> the Super Mario movie was only an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Because don't get me wrong. John Wick Chapter 4, I enjoyed the whole thing, but I could feel like, oh, yeah, this is this is like almost three hours long. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually had to go up to to go to the bathroom during John Wick, but I chose like the perfect moment to where I'd come back and I missed nothing. Like, I think it's another thing why I like John Wick is because like the the plots for the movies are never so like in depth and like super like extravagant, but it's the characters in the movie that kind of do that work for you. Or mm-hmm. do that work for the plot? So it's like I don't have to understand like the intricacies of why oh like John Wick would be uh, trying to fight to get his car back, and because and like because like they killed his dog. Where it's like <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Uh, pretty it, straightforward. It's, it's, yeah. it's a revenge movie through and through. But it's all There's about, four of them. <laughs> it's all about the characters in the moment. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was fun. But yeah, the Super Mario Brothers movie was real cool. I had a, I know we all we all went to see that together as like a group, and mm-hmm. that like, what what did I say? It's probably like the first like DreamWorks movie in like a very long time that I actually enjoyed. That's fair. Uh, I don't know. It's just like. For the like in the in the most recent years, like with the like Illumination and like the DreamWorks like animated movies, 
have haven't been really hits for me. I mean, I still haven't seen Puss in Boots yet. I heard that, that was re- that was, was really good. Was pretty good. It was pretty good. So I'll probably I'll probably Funky like that. Call. <laughs> Getting but, a phone call. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I can let it go. Go away, phone. Oh, it's okay. It's DreamWorks calling. Is like, what do you say? <laughs> you need to push Puss in Boots more. Last <laughs> <laughs> wish needs to go in. Put those ratings up. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie was real fun. Um, you know, it didn't overstay its welcome. It its plot was is you know simple. It's it is a kids movie. Oh yeah. To be completely fair, so I I'm not judging it harshly on like the fast pace plot that it had, but just because like the the animation was really good, the you know the characters were really fun. The world was really mm-hmm. interesting, of course, because it's Mario. Mm-hmm. So it's visually, really, it's, it's visually really strong. Um, yeah. I know Marcel didn't see it with us, but when you do see it, Marcelo or whoever, if you haven't seen it, like visually, I was blown away. Um, it just it was clean. Really yeah, and the, the cast did really well. Um, I honestly think Donkey Kong could have been someone else, but he did his job. Um, that's just me personally. So I'll uh, say, but, I'll yeah. say this. I'll say this. It's like they could have done Donkey Kong a little differently, as in just not being like just you know Seth Rogen. But <laughs> their dynamic between him and you know and um, Mario actually worked. It did. It was very it believable, did. and it was actually very fun. So I'll give him credit. And also, um, Chris Pratt did better than He's I thought. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. It wasn't amazing. They had the original Mario say it's a me Mario like five times, so <laughs> can't complain there. They they got it in there. He said it. He's in there. So, so yeah, it's it I feel like people were judging it way too hard. It was like judging it before you see it. Mm-hmm. Like, was it oh, like sh- the Mario mm-hmm. that we know of? So that's a thing. I don't know. If that was retroactively done or not, but I did not hear that line in that movie. They must have taken the it Mushroom out. Kingdom. Here we come. I did not hear it once. Or we were just so in awe, we just passed over it. <laughs> we had selective hearing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will say what one of our friends, uh, Lisa, who's been on the show, uh, we've done some episodes with her. She said, "Not enough Luigi," and um, I can agree. I mean, it was the Mario movie. Some would say. But. Oh, it's a Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, we could have used a little more Luigi. I mean, I mean, like the plot was he was saving Luigi. So exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure in the sequel we'll get a lot more Luigi. Oh, we get a haunted mansion probably. Oh, but yeah, Bowser, one hundred percent amazing. Jack Black fucking That's stole the show. He was. It's like we want more Bowser. That mu- that music video has been taking the internet oh, by no. storm. Yeah. So yeah. It was a good watch. It was a very good watch. I enjoyed it. Definitely recommend. If you can see it in theaters, go see it. It was mm-hmm. very fun. Yep. Um, what else? Um, we talked about this before we we went live. Um, but yeah, I, I've I've come to the realization that I am indeed getting old. My <laughs> my my body is uh failing me. But um, also, 
because today I had to actually take a trip down to the DMV. Oh, because I had to get renew my license. But um, it's because I, w- I was told I had to go in. Oh, so yeah, I thought me about too. It, I thought about it. And it's like, oh, it's been 14 years since I've gotten my license. I look nothing like I do in my picture anymore. <laughs> That's what happened for mine. I uh, think it was 13. No, it was 14 years, too. They yeah. had to go in. You couldn't renew online anymore, right? Is that why? You, I they was like, not me, letting you? No, they, they legit sent me a letter saying, you have to come in. It's like, oh. Oh, damn. But yeah, so I went there. Um, for anybody that's like, I don't know how DMVs work in other states, but like in California, bruh, if you can get an appointment for the DMV, do it. Oh, yeah. Because I was like worried, like I'm gonna be having stay there forever, you know. It's gonna like take up my whole Friday. I'd like I don't know if I would have been able to make it to the podcast in time. Well, probably because they probably close at five. Yep. But um, I literally got there, and they had two separate lines: one for non-appointments, one for appointments. The appointment line was empty, so I literally went in. And when did you go to? Did you go to the one by me? Yeah. That's the one I went to too. It was like right there, you know. Um, but yeah, I did that. Got my picture taken. So when I get that, I'll probably look at it and be like, "Yep, I have definitely gotten older." Oh, Ben in the chat. Uh, Watching oh, Ben jamming. Washington split licensing and registration into two separate buildings. It's oh, oh, that's interesting. Like they actually have like legit to like b- to do separate buildings, huh? Bro, I will say though when I when I went into the one down here, it was like I was walking into the fucking nineties. Yeah, it. Everything, they haven't updated at all. Like everything except for like the TV screens that like showed your your number. Mm. Like it was, it looked like a stair like. Like a digi like nineties like office building. Yep. It was wild. But yeah. And not update. But yeah, I I did the thing so I can I can continue driving in our 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 state. And I feel old now. <laughs> but that's okay, cause um what was I gonna say? Um I recently, um, wow, that kind of day, huh? It's it's that, a, Friday. it's that kind of day. Like, I didn't re- like the last time I was in a DMV. I was. It was when I got my license, right? So, like, it was a long time ago, and I don't know. It was like walking in there. Like, I kind of, like, lost track of time. I was, like, I was only in there for, like, maybe an hour and a half at most. Mm-hmm. But I, like, walked out of there, and I was just, like, why do I feel so drained? I feel so devoid of life. <laughs> that's it's probably, an energy vampire. That's probably how the people that work there feel. Um, yeah, right. Nice, though, at least. But, uh, no. So, 
I know we we talked about it before. Um but I pre-ordered that new uh Xbox controller. Oh yeah. And it was supposed to come out today. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I get a package when I get home, right? And I walk it, I take it in, I open up the box, and then I open the box and all I find is this. Oh no. So oh, no. to my confusion, I, I you know, I check my emails and whatnot, and apparently the controller um is being its release date got pushed back to the eighteenth. Oh, oh. So somebody took it. No, I was like, uh, did something fucking go wrong? So I wa- I was gonna like do like a uh, I was gonna show it off for the podcast, like see it in real time, but uh you're gonna have to wait until next week. <laughs> yeah. New controller next week. Um but there um has been some f- uninteresting stuff happening in Fortnite. That I would like to talk about real quick. Uninteresting? No, interesting. Very interesting. So maybe um, I misheard you. So uh when the new season came out, they showed off um, you know, they had Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan mm-hmm. in the Battle Pass and stuff like that. And they showed off the movement gear from Attack on Titan. Well, that stuff came out this week. And boy, is it wild. <laughs> so for those of you that play Fortnite, you'll you understand this. But for those of you who don't, um, a few seasons ago they had Spider Man in the game in in Fortnite. Spider Man. And so they had his web shooters. They can web swing around the map, you know, and it's really fun and really cool. So the movement gear from Attack on Titan does kind of the same thing, except you can control both grappling hooks separately and so you can like move around and like do your stuff and you can do the like sword attacks that they do in the anime so you can like swing up like do some movements and then just like fucking come in spinning like a fucking Beyblade (laughs) attacking people it's really neat um I can see why though um they got rid of the hammers because that was the thing. Like they got rid of the hammers, they added in the katanas, which have been pretty balanced for the most part. Mm-hmm. But I can only imagine if they kept the hammers in and they had the katanas plus those, like everybody would just be flipping and dipping all over the place and you know not shooting each other and just like smashing mm-hmm. everything in their path. I personally would love it, but I can see I understand that people I'm kind of got annoyed by the hammers when they were they were out last season. But yeah, just a little fun update with Fortnite. Um, they did, I believe they did um, announce that they were going to be doing a, a Coachella thing. Oh damn! So they're going to Scott Part Two. So they're going to do like a Coachella like cr- like creative mode feature. I don't, I don't know if it's out now, but um, they announced that, so I was like, oh okay. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine. And I was like, all right, all right, Fortniters, get ready to drop some LSD and we're going to drop from the battle bus. 
Oh God! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you drop in, just like colors start just smearing all over the screen. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was that you was... reminded me. Um, oh, are you done? Sorry. No, go bad. for it. Go for it. Um, we didn't talk about it last time, but there's a new Overwatch character on the horizon called Life Weaver. Oh, I believe that's oh. what it's called, right? So I played him the other day. Oh, nice! I, uh, I just wanted Fernando. to bring that up. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my report. Um, oh yeah, let's see, because I'm so, not gonna play him. <laughs> so I haven't I haven't had too much battle experience with him, but I had I did mess around with him a little bit. Life Weaver is interesting. He is definitely f- far beyond like the most different like support character for uh, Overwatch has had, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, what's interesting is that his healing is like a charge based healing. So, so think of like how Mercy has like the healing and attack, and you like flip between both. He yeah, has yeah. Kind of, he has kind of like that. But his healing is that you hold you hold down the button and he charges like a it's kind of like a a fucking flower petal, yeah, kind of or like a, a flower bud that kind of like appears mm-hmm. in his hand, and you can charge it up to like sixty five points of healing, which is interesting because because it actually has a meter like on the reticle, so it shows you. Like how much you'll be healing your your ally, and right. so you could like hold it, charge it for like the sixty five, and then throw it. And it's kind of like a a light lock, like throw, and like travel to like your your ally. Right. Or you can just like spam a bunch of tens. You can just like keep throwing tens. I think there's like a like a fifteen like ammo thing before you have to kind of like reload kind of thing. Right, that's not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I don't know if this is gonna be like this forever, but he does a his attack does a decent amount of damage. Like anybody that has like two hundred mm. HP can get knocked out pretty good by Life Weaver, which is, I mean, for me that was great because I feel like um, you know, with Kiriko, you know, unless if you get headshots, it's kind of like a hit or miss. Um, I know Mercy. I think got a buff a while ago. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too up to date with like who gets buffs and nerfs a lot. Um, They did buff uh, Brigitte a little bit, at least with um, her shield. Could it um, it, it expands out more? But Life Weaver, um, I feel like if it wasn't for the fact that. His healing percentage is locked at a maximum of sixty-five for a single person. Mm-hmm. Um, he could be like a very dominant like support character. Um, if not that for, it would be for his uh his pullback move because he has that pullback. Yeah, move yeah. Like, Recalls them, right? He can recall an ally, like, and Crazy. it goes and it goes far. It's pretty much almost. Almost kind of like the same rules as Roadhog's Hook, where as long as they're in line of sight and they're not like super far away, you can like grab them and pull them in. And it creates like a, it creates like a small invulnerability buff 
around them while you're pulling them towards you. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that one has been very, very uh, like useful to, in play. I think maybe his one like ant ability is that he has a da- he has a healing dash. Um, where it's like he just kind of dashes out of the way and then he heals himself for like a percentage. Um, it's it's not the best because his dodge doesn't go that far. Like the uh. the closest thing you can compare it to is Moira's like dash move, mm-hmm. and like he he like barely moves compared to her. She moves a lot, but she doesn't heal though. She doesn't heal, but she does disappear, which mm-hmm. is which is I think I think better. So that so for him yeah. that that moves kind of like eh, like you could use it to like get like a little bit of healing on yourself, but yeah. you're not going to be running away with it. Like you can't r- really run away from that kind of thing. Um, his platforms are great. His platforms are yeah, really yeah. fun. It it has it has created an interesting new dynamic for the game because. It's pretty much you just he throw downs the platform, and the first thing that steps on it activates its lift. So like you, your allies, or your enemies could like use it. So you could like, it's very versatile. You can either use it like offensively or defensively, in any situation. Um, Reminds me of Octane a little in your description. A little bit. It's it's kind of it's kind of like that a little bit, um, and of course it does have like a has like a health bar so you can like destroy it while it's in midair um and then he has his uh healing tree where his old he just throws down like a big tree and it becomes like an obstacle that people can't shoot through and it's of life and it does like a anybody that's within line of sight of it and it's close and it's in its area of, of effect um there's like a healing pulse that just heals your allies found out even if you're like right next to it, if you're behind a wall, it doesn't work. So you Makes won't sense. get so you won't get healed if you can't see it. Line of sight for the tree. Got yeah. it. Um, but in a training mode, uh, I found a, a fun thing that is possible you could do. So if you really want to, I don't know if there's going to be any situation in the game where it's needed, but um, Lifeweaver can throw down his platform. And then you can perfectly line up the tree on top of it. And then all you have to do is kind of like step on it real quick. And then it lifts the tree up into the sky. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I don't know. We haven't we haven't really tested it out yet uh, to see if you can still get healed by it if it's up in the air. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Do with it what you will. See if you can do some fun fun tricks with them. But um, Free but yeah. heals. But yeah, um, Life Weaver so far seems really cool. Um, again, I'll have to try to play more with him. But yeah, Life Weaver is pretty cool. Um, let's see. Oh, you did the new uh, Ron raid. You could talk about that. We did oh, that. Hey, right. we did the new Ron Destiny meeting raid. of nightmares. <laughs> So yeah, uh, that was that was a fun experience. Um, uh, like you said, it was my first time going through the new Destiny Two raid um, for Lightfall. Um, yeah, the 
I mean, I wasn't, I was doing like the minimum amount of work. I was just ad clearing for the most part. So I feel like my ad job clearing was, is important. My, my job was pretty easy. The, the, uh, the encounters were pretty fun and interesting. The, I told you this when we were actually doing it, but my only, my only gripe with it was the, the one where you had to run along a path and you yeah. had to keep swapping out between light and dark. Yeah, yeah. Unless, like, this fucking pulse of energy, like, wipes you out. Mm -hmm. That one was pretty annoying. I, I, I didn't really care for that part too much. But that's that was just, like, a small thing throughout the entire actual raid. Um, yeah. What was the one boss? It was, like, the second to last boss. Oh, uh, the... the incendior guy with the backpack yeah gara guy i don't even remember his name valis pack or some shit like that he was a lot he was a lot harder than the actual last boss of the mission of the of the raid yeah third encounters the last two raids have been the hardest things <laughs> it's so weird i don't know why i mean i'm not complaining because you know it just made finishing the raid that much easier but i oh, yeah nezarek is by comparison not not challenging. <laughs> and we and we were just kind of casually going through too. Like, yeah, we Yeah. I think we had like a restart at least like maybe twice. But that was just cuz we were we were getting caught up in trying to find ammo <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Like we were running out of ammo, but like fighting him, fighting Nizarak was actually like that difficult. No, not at all. Yeah, I had fun. I like compared to everybody else in our clan, like I am like the least like raid, like, like uh, what's the word? Savvy. <laughs> not like raid savvy, but I'm not like driven to do the raids as often as like you guys are. Yeah. So it's it's always fun to kind of just go in and then you guys already know what to do, and I can just kind of like work off of you guys. Yeah. And just experience yeah, that's it. a good attitude to have or you're like me doing you know killing oryx 46 times to get touch of malice and then you're like i have it i'm here see, see that's <laughs> the thing if 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 it's like a weapon that you have to like do this big long activity for i'm kind of like more like i'm often like not persuaded to do it that way like if yeah. it's like an exotic quest or something i'd rather do that just because it's something that i can kind of like I know I'm going to get it by the end of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, fuck your luck. <laughs> going through raids, like... Oh, I have bad RNG. Dozens and dozens of times and not getting the one Minimum. item. <laughs> but I will say, I got Anarchy within six tries. So that's I think that was the last time that'll, that'll ever happen. So. I forgot how nice. many times it took me to get Anarchy. I love that raid. Scourge of the Past. Oh, it was just fun. I didn't like it at first, but after the first couple times, I was like, oh, this is fun. This... Yeah, Destiny 2. Destiny 2 raids have, like, actually have, a, for the most part, a good track record, except for me and me for Garden. Oh, Garden is... Whew, that's not your fault, though. No, it's not. <laughs> but we can't, we can't even do Garden anymore, can we? Can't. Oh, you, can't? you can still get Div. You can still get it. It's probably easier with Stasis and Strand now, but you know what? Probably probably. Still just as buggy. It's probably just as buggy. <laughs> I forgot which. Uh, I did get uh, Winter Bite though. 
Hell yeah. That's been really fun. I've been using that a lot. And you were <laughs> you weren't kidding. That shit that shit wipes people out like in two shots. Yeah, it's great. Bug to do extra damage, so until they fix it. <laughs> Wait, is, is it still bugged? I thought I thought they patched it. No, it's just it does more damage than they, they say it does. So like we did it on Nezerak, it does a shit ton of damage, but it doesn't display it correctly. So uh, okay. We did a, a winter bite run. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um but yeah. Other than that, uh I'm just kind of waiting cuz, you know, we're getting close. Jedi Survivor is in just a few more weeks. Week. That's coming out. Um weeks for Survivor. Um oh. There was that last trailer for Tears of the Kingdom though. Oh yeah, with Big boy Ganon. I thought Ganon was Bruh. unveiled. Oh, Gandorf looks so cool. And the game just looks really good. Like that trailer did the game really well. Um oh, I guess some news from that. Um since uh the trailer finally revealed Ganondorf um coming back, uh Matthew Mercer got to actually officially confirm that he is voicing. Oh, yeah. Ganondorf. So, oh, yeah. I mean, anybody that knows his his voice acting like could tell right away. But like now we have like official confirmation yeah. that <laughs> that Matthew Bursar is Ganondorf, and now Ganondorf is probably gonna be like one of my favorite characters in this game. I knew. All right, Link. Are you ready for a hand? <laughs> Link just like <laughs> Link just Link just makes like this fuck, fucking giant throwing axe. It's like, Bleh. bruh, like we a few a few episodes ago we we played the the one trailer that they they showed off of of gameplay, mm-hmm. and after watching this last trailer, like it has like confirmed it even more that I'm just gonna get so lost in like the creation. That this game is going. Oh to yeah, like, yeah. Trying to find every possible thing that you can kind of fuse to, because this trailer also showed off that you can indeed fuse a shield with a sword and have a, a sword shield. So it's like if you can oh, yeah. if you can mix weapon items if you can mix like equipment like that together like fuck first day I'm gonna see if I can fuse a sword with a bow and with with an arrow. And have like have a sword, a sword arrow, and just shoot fucking swords at enemies. Make some, I'm gonna make some dumb shit like an apple car or some shit. Oh, I can't wait! Oh, <laughs> just get a bunch of apples together. Yeah, it's it. It's it. I'm gonna do some dumb shit. Put a rock on um, a shield on a sword. Some dumb shit like that. Um, some and something interesting they kind of hinted at. Um, it looks like um you're gonna be able to have companions fight with That's you. Cool. Because they showed off the the champions from Breath of the Wild coming back, um, but they're showing that they're fighting alongside Link, like in actual gameplay. So there might be some kind of like companion, uh, like feature. Hyrule Warriors a little. That's what it actually kind of looked like. I was like, oh, that's kind of Hyrule's War Hyrule Warriors ish. Um, because I know in like Breath of the Wild, if you had the Wolf Link amiibo, you were able to have like a Wolf Link with you. Yeah, yeah. And kind of do it. So it was kind of like a little bit of like maybe like kind of like 
the beta version of what maybe this will be because i don't know yeah. we don't know what to what extent like the companions going to be if they're just kind of there doing their own thing or if you're going to be able to kind of like you know work with them or kind of like maybe not customize them but kind of like give them like buffs or something like that along the way I, if I were to uh, guess they're going to help us for 30 seconds and then they like they they <laughs> hightail it out of there out of there yeah, gotta wait two minutes to use them again or whatever. Um, but yeah, Tears of the Kingdom comes out May twelfth, and it just looks so fucking less than cool. a month away. It looks so fucking cool, and like I know we've talked a lot about like oh the Switch is getting kind of old. Like when's the Switch Pro or Switch Two coming oh. out? And it's like, hey, if Nintendo can make games that still look this good on the Switch, you know. They can like hold out as long as they want. Is this Pokemon? That last Pokemon, is, I think, fucked the Switch up. But everything else seems fine still. So, I, I, I don't know. It's really weird. Like game game companies, you know, have different different things going on, and I'm not gonna start to begin to understand like the ins and outs of like what happens in the in the studios. But like, yeah, yeah. you know. They delayed. They delayed Tears of the Kingdom once, and apparently it did them fucking well. So May twelfth, it's gonna be Zelda time. Delay uh, if it makes it great. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> if it makes it great, delay it. Yeah, but Zelda time is later. Star Wars, Star Wars time is now. Is now. So, now. Okay. So here, here. Here's the meat of this podcast right here. So, Star Wars Celebration came and went. We got a bunch of news coming out. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that we love Star Wars. So, Jill, where would you like to start? (laughs) There's a lot of news. Let's start with the thing you texted me first thing in the morning (laughs) that day. Okay. Let's just get into it. So for Star Wars Celebration, bit one of the big announcement drops was the Ahsoka trailer. They dropped more. Brian's like, you guys got to watch this right now. Text us in the morning. Oh, yeah. Like, All right. We're watching it. And it looks fucking dope. All right. Um, you know, it's, you know, you were saying Rebels Part 5 and your partner was saying Rebels Part 5. And I agree. That That's what it looks like. But it's live a, action looks sick. Rebels and of reunion. course, if name dropped... Everyone's favorite blue man, Admiral Thrawn. Oh. oh, oh, no, Joel. They didn't just name drop him. Oh, yeah, you're right. You fucking saw the back of his head. He's there. Oh, yeah, sh- He's there. And Admiral Thrawn, the chiss man. He's and, there. And, you know, ever since the trailer came out, everybody's been warning, okay, who the fuck is that? You know, who who's playing Thrawn? And they held on to that information for a day, and when they had when they had their Ahsoka panel on on that Saturday, uh, to to my to my delight and joy, they officially announced that Lars Mikkelsen, the the voice of Thrawn, is coming back to play live action Thrawn, and I fucking. I didn't. I tried. I tried to hold back my excitement, but I couldn't hold it back enough. I was so fucking happy. Uh, he was. He was. Just seen that group chat we got. 
like Thrawn is such a cool character and it's really awesome that we're going to we're actually able to get him in live action like yeah. to be able to have him like in the animated like in Rebels alone was cool and then you know he's gotten yep. some books now and he's become a more popular character but now to have him be in live action and I don't know if this is just like the foresight of like Dave Filoni to like make some of the characters kind of like look like they're actors a little bit to the point where like they could just play them and it looks perfectly yeah. fine. Um, but Lars, Lars Mikkelsen did a great job in Rebels. I'm sure he's going to do a great job in Ahsoka. Um, and they had Katie Sackhoff come back as Bo-Katan live action. So that's, that was, that was great. <laughs> it's, I'm fantastic. Yeah. Um, and that trailer just looks sick. To, and then the lights, the orange lightsabers look very cool, I gotta say. And we got our favorite, um, just you know, death dealing droid, of course, live action too. Oh, oh right, just yeah. everything about that trailer. It's like, woo, this is this is gonna be fun. Good. So, um, how did, how did it feel for you? Because, like, when when Rebels was around, we we kind of watched it. We, well, we did watch it together for like the finale of the series. So yeah, yeah. I, I want to ask you, Joel, like how how do you feel now that you're kind of getting to see some of these like Rebels places? Like we we got to see Lothal in live action. We got yeah. we got to see the go the rest of the Ghost crew in live action for this trailer. Mm -hmm. I, like how do you feel about it? It's hype. Uh, it's really cool, and you know I didn't think Rebels would get any more than a, the show and just uh Spalone, it's his baby he he's bringing his baby up it's growing up it's get to see it and a new you know same kind of media but you know what i mean it's it's really cool um mm -hmm. it's a, yeah didn't expect i never thought we would get this I, or at least not for another 20 oh, years no. <laughs> when i was old way older but you know when they do the rebels reboot or whatever <laughs> star wars 17 or whatever you know <laughs> But we got it now. We got it now. What about you, Brian? You uh, feeling things? Were you feeling? You know, for Thrawn, you were like gushing. I'm, I'm all in, dude. Like, the, just, <laughs> just back in like Mando season two, we got like the the little the little hints. You know, when Ahsoka is like, "Where's Grand Admiral Thrawn?" You know. Oh, that was like I, I've been like waiting for this moment <laughs> for for however many years it's been. Uh, I I'm ready, dude. Like Rebels was great. It's so cool that we were getting to see, like, all these people return. Like, you know, Rosario Dawson has been doing a great job as being Ahsoka. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we get to see Sabine, we get to see Hera, and of course Chopper's back too. And then we see a hologram of Ezra. Yeah, that's so, it so far. So we haven't seen actual like Ezra in full action. So I'm I'm sure they're gonna be I'm sure they're saving it for the when the show comes out. Um, but yeah, Ahsoka comes out uh, in August. They didn't put an official. Oh, yeah. I think I don't know if they put an official like date, but they they did say August is when it's gonna be right coming. when Secret Invasion's over. Right into Ahsoka. Oh God. Um. So, so, do you do you think we'll get any 
reference to Kanan in this show. I, I'm pretty sure we will. You know, he even got Kanan in uh, Rise of Skywalker, man. That was one of, that was, I thought that was true. amazing. To hear that his is voice. true. Um, so I, if anything, we hopefully a ghost voices, maybe a flashback. They did a flashback in Bad Batch with them. I don't see why not. If, you know, if Freddie Prince Jr. do it, does it? That'd be kind of funny. If it was someone else, that'd be cool too. But I'm I'm sure we'll get something. I'm I'm sure. And if not, yeah, there's wild. always another season, right? Hey, that's the thing because um, we assume there's going to be another season, maybe, but we don't know how many out. I think we know how many episodes there are for Ahsoka. Right. Yeah. Might I'm be a... like Obi-Wan treatment, maybe just six. And then if it's popular enough, they'll bring it back. From I don't know, because maybe? they for Obi-Wan, they they specifically made sure that they said that it was like a limited series. Where for Ahsoka, they're, they're giving it more of like the Mando treatment. So I'm wondering if they maybe do eight episodes. Maybe. I don't know. So yeah. Um, yeah, Ahsoka. And I guess um from there we can kind of like branch that off into uh Lucasum announcing that they have three movies coming down in the pipeline. I... Uh so during like the Lucasfilm panel, uh Kathleen Kennedy said that there's they have plans in the works for three different Star Wars movies. Uh, let's see. So, of course, um, they finally announced that Dave Filoni is finally getting his own movie. And Time. <laughs> it's pretty much going to be the wrap-up to this whole story that they've been building on Disney Plus with, you know, Mando mm-hmm. and Boba Fett and, you know, Ahsoka that's coming. Um a little that, bit of bad batch, and, I, and, I, Just, and I guess skeleton crew as well. I think they said that skeleton crew also is gonna like wrap into this as well. Interesting, I think. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna be getting a Dave Filoni picture in the in the in the little distance. Um, and what's interesting is that they created they showed off an official like new timeline for Star Wars. Oh yeah, they did. And they added two new eras to Star Wars. Um they've added the the Dawn of the Jedi. So mm-hmm. this timeline is pushed out far to the beginning, like before Old Republic, and that's where the next movie is going to be set. Um the movie that's being directed by James Mandigold and for those of you that don't know who that is, he is the director for the upcoming uh, Indiana Jones movie. Also directed the Wolverine too. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. So I think he did Logan too. Oh, he, he, this movie's gonna be solid. But um, what they what they explained is that James Mangold's movie is gonna be about the first Jedi, and it's gonna be in this new Dawn of the Jedi era. So, like, we're going to be seeing, like, the formation of the Jedi Order, I'm assuming. Or Sith. I want, or Sith. Um, Joel, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to get your your uh, opinion on this. What, what do you think about them going farther into the path, like, farther than, like, Star Wars has ever been? Cool. It's uncharted territory, as far as I know. So, 
I, you know, I've actually been thinking about it a lot um, beforehand, like Pascal. It's like, when are we going to actually get that first like person using the forest or I don't know, their midichlorian count is like off the chart or whatever. And, or, you know, the first lightsaber, stuff like that. The first Jedi first. It's, so it's cool. They're finally, I'm sure that's a question some people had. I mean, even with, um, you know, Mandalorian, the first season's like, what if there was another little green person other than Yaddle and Yoda and we got Grogu? So they went even further, I think, with that kind of wonder. And it's like, what about the first whatever? Like, we're going to see. But I think it's cool. I, I mean, it'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, because I think they might have, I think, like in like certain content, they might have hinted at some things, like saying like the first like lightsabers like had like energy packs to them and they were like hooked up to like this cable. Because it was so primitive or something like that. So maybe we'll get stuff like that. Maybe. See some old, really old tech. Or, or or imagine like seeing like them t- doing hyper hyperspace travel for like the first time. That'd be pretty hype. So them freaking, freaking the fuck out while they're yeah. ripping through space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, I believe that movie is like very far into the future, I think they said. Mm-hmm. But I, what I believe is the biggest news, bigger than Dave Filoni getting his own movie. Um, so um, Kathleen Kennedy also announced that the third movie that they are planning is going to be directed by uh, Charmin O'Day Chinoy who was the person who directed the Miss Marvel series on Disney plus. And she is going to be filming the opposite end of the new sequence of the timeline. Uh, the, uh, the new Jedi order, which mm-hmm. is going to be the sequel to the sequel trilogy starring mm-hmm. Daisy Ridley as Rey Skywalker 15 years after the rise of Skywalker. And it's going to be about Rey Skywalker trying to rebuild the Jedi Order. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you how the crowd... Because I, I watched Star Wars Celebration all weekend. And the crowd reaction when Daisy Ridley walked on stage after that announcement, everybody started fucking flipping out. And like, you know, everybody was fucking cheering and everything. And it's like, damn, you know, it's wild to me how what Rise of Skywalker came out four or five years ago now. Yeah, 2019, I think right before the pandemic, right? And to this day, there are still people like talking about like, how the sequel trilogy ruined Star Wars and like Ray Ray Skywalker. Fire Kathleen like, Kennedy! Fire! <laughs> and it's like the the vitriol like can't let go. Just fan reaction and it's just like like John Boyega already kind of like walked away from like <laughs> the series. He was like, you know, I'm just good. I'm just glad to be a fan again. You know, I'm good. I don't. On I don't, that note. We got to get some good redemption for John Boyega and um, damn it, why can't Kelly, Marie uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, Rose Tico and Finn. They deserve so, better from that last movie. So just saying. The one thing Ray I, will have a great movie. I'm sure she deserves it too. Daisy really oh, got yeah. a lot of heat too. All three of them. That was just 
not cool. The fans that did that, like, fuck off. Like, come on. Don't be like that. Don't harass yeah. the actors. Anyway, go with what you're saying. I just had to put that out there. Like, no, like, yeah, like what you're saying, like, like, it's understandable if you don't like the, the trilogy. That's fine. But, like, like, it, it still shocked me, like, because, of course, like, when they made that announcement, you know, the, the, the arguments start to, like, boil up again, you know, and there's, like, the people making, like, their TikTok videos and shit like that, saying, like, it's like, she, I will never call her Ray Skywalker. She's always going to be Ray Palpatine or, like, Ray. <laughs> it's like, Ray, Ray ruined Anakin's chosen one prophecy. It's like, shut the fuck no, up. he did. Anakin ruined his chosen one prophecy. It's like, shut, so did the Emperor. Shut, like, sh- <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, the one thing I really love, like, this is why I, I hope like one day we, like, we like together can go to like Star Wars Celebration because it looks like it's so much fun. And also just the energy that all of the fans there give, like, seems so genuine and like pure. Cause uh last last year's celebration, uh Kelly Marie Tran uh went on stage to like do like an interview and stuff, and everybody there was super fucking hyped to see her. And, you know, she was, like, saying, like, how much she appreciates, like, all the people that, you know, you know, were, like, taught, like, telling her how much, like, they, like, you know, Rose Tico and stuff like that. And it's, like, that's so cool. Because, like, you know, just like John Boyega, it's, like, you're kind of worried, like, oh, shit, is she going to, like, you know, like, run away from Star Wars forever? You know, just kind of like how a lot of people in the prequels did. Like, a lot of, you know, Hayden Christensen kind of, like, disappeared. You know, Natalie Portman disappeared. And reception, though. I watched that. For Hayden Christensen, like, oh man, everybody like, fucking loves that. That's yeah, him and so Ewan good. McGregor. Holy shit, people flip the fuck out when they get on stage. Yeah. It's fantastic. gotta say, it looked very jam packed, though. Holy shit, they were oh, London was fucking shoulder to up. shoulder. Oh, dude, I was like, and I even, the, even the people on stage like mentions, like, this is like more packed than it usually is. What the fuck? Um. <laughs> But yeah, but then just to see, like, the fans there, like, and their, like, outcry of, like, you know, love and support for, like, Daisy Ridley coming on stage to, like, mm-hmm. announce that, like, hey, we're going to do another movie. And it's like, I, li- I like Ray. I like Ray. I think Ray is a really cool character, and I'm just kind of glad that we get to kind of actually see more. And it's going to be a whole new thing, because it's like what happens after like you know we beat palpatine again and the first order's gone and now ray's in charge of like reforming the jedi order in the way she sees fit and it's like what does that mean my only hope though is that disney somehow whether it's just by you know, the way that they're doing Star Wars stuff now compared to before, where they're actually, like, planning shit, and they're, like, actually, like, taking their time with it, or just give them a bunch of money, but I want to see Jedi fucking Finn. I want to see, like, 15 years in the future, and, like, Finn is being trained to, like, learn how to use the Force and shit. Mm, He needs that. He needs that, like, it was very obvious that's where they were going with it, I even told you this, but like the holiday, the 
they had like a Lego holiday special that came out right after Rise of Skywalker. And they I like they were show, showing like Finn being trained by Rey to like learn how to use the force and shit. It's like, yeah, it's a Lego thing, but you know, Lucasfilm still wants to sign off on that shit. So it's like yeah. But Ray's a Mary Sue. She doesn't know what she's doing. She was given everything. Every she character every main character is a Mary Sue in fucking Star Wars. Dude, I I would just love Anybody to see like, with the force is a Mary Sue. By his X Wing and then Finn just like lifts it up. <laughs> I would just love to see that. But yeah. Skywalker's the ultimate Mary Sue. Literally gets handed everything and then does everything on luck. Like, and then people are mad. Like he, he's like, I'm not a legend. What do you mean? <laughs> Come on, people, grow with your character. Yeah, I, I uh, like, want to see these sequel characters treated right. That's for sure. And you know, I can already imagine like somebody finds this podcast and like leaves a comment down below. Let me just get it straight. The sequel movies aren't the best. It's very like it was very flawed from conception. You can tell that they were really trying very hard to like bank on their recent acquisition of Lucasfilm, and they didn't take the proper time to like actually plan out the story. And of course, that was during a time where like Lucasfilm was just dropping directors left and right. But there's, I don't know. At least for me, there's still stuff in the sequel trilogy that was really interesting and really cool. And I'm glad that, you know, it was like with stuff like The Mandalorian and now this new movie that's going to be coming out, they're going to be able to expand on that and do do the thing like they did with the prequels. They had Clone Wars and they had, you know, uh, they had Bad Batch, uh, Solo, no Rebels and stuff like that. They're doing the same they're thing doing the, the sequels, adding them up, doing the same thing. And like, we love the prequels now. I mean, our generation, we loved the prequels because we were kids when we watched them. And we just, like, loved watching it. And that's what got us to keep continuing to love Star Wars. I mean, I did shit on them, not going to lie. I was like, this is dumb and stuff. And then, you know, I came around I mean, to this day, Attack of the Clones is still, like, the bottom of my list. It's like, yeah, I love the stuff with Obi-Wan and Jango. But everything else is boring as fuck. <laughs> up until the battle up until the battle of geonosis that's when like stuff gets actually interesting and like obi-wan's little like pi investigation of Django fett and, you know that's the only other stuff that's like interesting i don't give a fuck about anakin being a weird <laughs> teenage creeper i don't give a <laughs> and fuck killing about people that. killing sand sand people fun um but yeah we just we just have to like I don't know. I sometimes I kind of wish that like critical thinking was still a thing in like they are critically overall. thinking. How raise a Mary Sue? They can't let go. Kathleen Kennedy has to be fired. I'm gonna keep saying you can always find some guy fire Kathleen Kennedy <laughs> every time. <laughs> Nothing new either. Not even like I don't like what she did. Just straight up fire her. <laughs> Uh, you know there's someone above Kathleen Kennedy, y'all. Anyway. Well, not not even that, but every new Star Wars thing that people actually like is still signed off by her. Yeah. But I mean, either way, like, <laughs> like we could we could go on this conversation about like the toxicity of like 
fandoms. Star Wars and fandoms in general. But let's talk about more cool things that we like about Star Wars. I was about to segue. So they announced, much to my dismay, but excitement, Bad Batch Season 3 is the last season of Bad Batch. I'm glad. I know we were getting another season for sure. But um, it's been a good two seasons so far, I think. I've I've been really enjoying what they're doing. And the... um, you know, it, it, there's a little bit of crossover too with uh, some of the other shows, so that's really cool. Of course, the Clone Wars, but um, mm-hmm. it's about the future too. It's been really cool, and just getting one more season, and um, it's been great. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm sad to see it go, but also like I'm glad they're ending it like without dragging it out too. I like, like that decision, like conscious decision. Like they, they, they know where the end point is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like that batch has been real, like you said, really fun. And the finale for season for this past season was like, holy shit. It was, yeah, it was, def- it was definitely like the Empire Strikes Back of, of, of Bad Batch. You know, oh, yeah. As far as where, where everybody is at this point. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I did notice that, like you could said before, there were like, hinting at things that look like are being brought up in like the Mandalorian. So I'm, yeah. I'm starting to see like the synergy that's going on as far as like the storytelling for like the Disney plus shows are. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I just have this feeling that in order for some things to happen that do happen, there's definitely going to be some people that aren't going to make it for sure. Oh yeah. It's like, how else do we, how else do we get, you know, it for better for worse, the rise of Skywalker without like some things following through for you know the first sort of Empire Emperor, right? It's like some of these things aren't going to go well, which I'm curious to see how they unveil it, or if at all, or they might not even touch it. They might just still do some shit. But um, I'm I mean, just very curious to see how they fill in more of the gaps. I mean, there's a reason that you haven't seen these characters before, mm-hmm. and like later stuff. So who knows what that yeah. means? Yeah. Um, to kind of go off of the animation thing, they also um, had a panel where they talked about uh, season two of Star Wars Visions. The oh, hell yeah, the kind of animated collective of different studios that make little Star Wars shorts. Um, and for this season, they're starting to go worldwide, so we're starting to see a lot of other studios from all over the world, which is really cool. Because mm-hmm. Star Star Wars is worldwide. Um, I want to see if they mentioned any of the stuff. Apparently, I just, I missed it, but I just saw it right now. Um, Dennis Lawson played Wedge Antilles is going to voice his character. Um, in season two of Visions, I think that's really cool. Um, so oh. it looks like with visions before we kind of were touching on stories that aren't connected at least to the main Skywalker bullshit, but this one I think maybe is more centered around that, which is it's also cool. But I hope they also still go um, you know far beyond that, or like Outer Rim or wherever they are. Um, I really enjoyed those stories. We know they're Star Wars, but they're also not like they they don't have to be tied to what we know, which I think is really cool. So, um, here I, I found the list of the animation studios that are participating in season two of Visions. 
So we have um, so we have Ard uh, Ardman, who, if you don't know, um, Ardman is the stop motion animation uh, team that did Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run and stuff like that. Well, that'll so, be fun. So we're getting like a we're getting like a stop motion Star Wars short, which is going to be fucking sick. Uh, Hello, they, Jabba. They, they showed little clips of it at Star Wars Celebration. The little clips I saw of it looks real cool, and so I'm I'm excited to see what that's going to be looking like. Um, uh, from there, we also got uh, Cartoon Saloon is going to be uh, involved um, as Spain. A Spain animation studio, um, El Guri. I don't know uh, if I pronounced that right, but El Guri is going to be involved. Um, eight eighty-eight pictures from India is going to be involved. Uh, Punk Robot from Chile is going to be there, and this one I'm kind of very intrigued by. Um, Triggerfish. Um, f- uh, for um. Because I, I I'm kind of familiar with Triggerfish and they're really cool like South African like um, uh, animation studio that does a lot of cool neat things and I think they kind of explain that they're gonna be going with like a more like a South African like influence of Star Wars, which seems like oh, would be really kind of neat. Um, I'm glad it's so worldwide. That's that's awesome. Different views yeah. and influences. It'll be and, dope and. This one, I think you and Sarah might be really excited about. I, I mean, me too. But um, Studio Mir, who is the South Korean studio that worked on Legend of Korra. Oh, hype. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And then I to wrap it up, there's the last two is Studio... Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this one. I am sorry. Studio La Chet Kachit It's a it's a French studio. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce French. I am sorry, but they are the uh, studio that helped um, Tartakovsky's Primal. Oh, dude! So like Primal was some like Primal, sick. some Primal like Samurai Jack looking fucking Star Wars. Dude, I still gotta watch the trailer for that new one. Oh fuck, that new show he's working on too. Damn it, I just remembered. I have to do that after this. Uh, and we'll see the three. Right, anyway, <laughs> and then uh, that that's and, all exciting. Wow. And then the last one is uh, Diart Shitagio um, is a an American owned Japanese animation studio. Hmm. So we're gonna begin, we're good. gonna beginning a wide variety of you know animation studios for this season, and the last season really cool. good we eating good, and like the last the last um the last first season was pretty good all Japanese animation studios but like we're now we're gonna be starting to see a wider influence of you know Star Wars fandom, which is always welcome of course. So that's gonna be cool. I I'm actually really excited about the. Uh, the uh the primal studio and the um the uh legend of Korra one for sure yeah that's gonna be hype that's hype 
Uh, let's see. Also, in regards to animation, Tales of the Jedi Season 2. Oh, that's right. They did announce it right there. Um, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> it was so, like, casually just announced, too. It was at a panel. And Dave Filoni was like, yeah, so uh, we tried... We were talking about it, and we found uh, found some funding for it. So we're going to be doing more Tales of the Jedi. And it's like, oh shit! Yeah, Here. Yeah. Um, it was so good. It was so good. So, since the the last one was kind of focused a lot on Ahsoka and Dooku, which Jedi would you like to see in this new season? Oh, hell yeah. Quinlan Voss, Kit Fisto, baby. I've been waiting to say that. Ooh. Hell yeah. Give me my Quinlan Voss. Give me Kit Fisto. Everyone else, I don't give a fuck. Keanu Mooney, he's a piece of shit. That's all I care about. <laughs> I don't want to see his ass. Oh, no. If if we could get if we could get just some of Dark, the Dark Apprentice animated, that'd be so good. Fucking Quinlan Voss and Ventress like, on, like, some, <laughs> on some adventure to assassinate Dooku. Oh, I would love that so much. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, just, you know, they did pretty good. They again, they filled in gaps like we got Yaddle in fucking Tales of the Jedi and with a great story episode, too. So I'm sure they'll pick and choose some Jedi like to weave into the story. And again, it was I really was blown away by Tales of the Jedi. So uh, it's not what I expected. Um, so I, I can't wait to see what they bring forward. Uh, we'll probably get more Ahsoka. I do wonder, though, I forgot to say this earlier, we are talking about the show, with Tales of the Jedi and Ahsoka, if they're going to do more bullshit from Rebels she did. I say bullshit, but she literally, like, did some time traveling. And uh, it's, like, untouched territory. I'm wondering if they're going to touch it at all. Or they're just going to, like, it was a one-time thing that'll break Star Wars. Maybe. <laughs> Which it kind of would. Um, but it's possible. Uh, either way, I it was a, a, a solid announcement for me. So I'm hyped. You know what I would or would love? they go even farther back? Will they? Will we see the origins of the dark saber? Maybe I'm gonna just keep bringing that Ooh. up. I can't let it go. It's tales of a Jedi, right? Well, we can get um, what's his name? Um, Speculate here. What Vizsla was? Was that the Jedi Mandalorian? It was um. I don't know. Something I want to say Dari business, something like that. That would be One cool. Of the that would be cool. It'd be very, it would be very uh, <laughs> in the moment, that's for sure. Or are we going to get more of our of our boy, Ahmed Best, his Jedi adventures? I would oh, like that. Kelvin Best. See what he's been up to. Yeah. Oh. See what he's been up to uh, when Tra he, before training, Grogu. Training after uh, younglings and shit like that. Hey. I just we'll get to, actually never mind we'll talk about it when we talk about Mando um, but yeah just I, people want Jedi I mean this, it's perfect I mean we, we get Jedi with Tales of Jedi it's actually you know the name lives up to it in my opinion you know what I love because I know like they have like, they've had comic books and stuff like that already but it'd be really cool yeah. to see between Order 66 and Rebels, Kanan. Like, just show, like, what he was doing what when he was on the run. Like, the moment he Might. ran away from the Bad Batch up until, until like, um, 
Like maybe like whenever he like meets Hera or something. That'd be neat. Is that who you want? If you were to pick two, who who is it, Brian? Is Kane in one of them? To pick two, they did with because that's just the thing. Because like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to predict like how far that they would be willing to go, and just what you want, Brian. D- don't use logic. Who do you want? What does your heart say? I mean, it would be cool to see Kanan again. Um, if that, like me, like ugh. Maybe go into like, you know, because Revan was a Jedi at one point. He was. And if they want to like start going back into the past, you know, maybe just do a little sprinkling of the old Republic in there. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they technically canonized them with the release of Rise of Skywalker. Some of the troops were called Revan Squad, so... That's true. He's it. He's here. A lot of whether the, we wanted to or not, Evan's here. A lot of the old Republic Sith uh, got canonized. That's true. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, Is that coming out? Shit, they've been quiet about that re-release. Oh, we'll talk about it later. Oh, that that thing's in fucking trouble. <laughs> oh, it is. Damn. Uh, yeah, they they mentioned a delay on it, and then apparently. The studio that uh, was announced to be doing it apparently uh, wasn't doing a great job, so they got pulled from the job, and it's moved to a different studio now. So that remake is kind of in trouble. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Man. Oh, well. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, I, I know for me. Oh, go ahead, Brian. I've been I've been cutting you off here a lot because I'm too excited. No, no, no. Um, I just kind of want to mention um because they did talk a little bit more about at the acolyte. Oh bit. hell yeah! Their High Republic uh Disney Plus series that's coming out. That's gonna be kind of interesting. Um, the. What's very interesting about this show, because they still have, they started announcing more of like the people that are going to be in it and kind of roughly what the, um, not the story, but just kind of like the, the, the the setting of what the show is going to be. Cause we know that there's going to be like some like secret Sith that are being trained and like, there's also going to, they're going to be highlighting a little bit of the high Republic era a little bit. Yeah, but the cool thing that um, they were uh, talking about is that the the martial arts combat that they're implementing in this show, because um, they are doing kind of this um, stuff along the lines of like crouching tiger, hidden dragon style oh, combat yeah. for the show. Which is going to be very interesting, because I I'm not so much in the know about the High Republic, so if if this makes like a cool like style for like this era, like to set it apart from the rest, that'd be kind of cool. Because you know the the prequel series like had their own style of combat, you know, 
and to mm. kind of see that like evolution or i guess in i guess in this case the de-evolution of lightsaber combat throughout the years <laughs> yeah um uh, so that's interesting they also announced that we are getting a wookie jedi hell yeah thrown into the mix um let's see so the wookie jedi um will be named uh kelnaka and will be played by the current chewbacca actor um yunisutomo so we are getting uh yeah Dude, like I, I've seen so many like interviews with Jonas, and he just seems like such like the nicest dude. Like he yeah. he he came in, you know, as like the understudy for Peter Mayhew, like in the sequel trilogy, and you know, with the with the unfortunate passing of, of Peter Mayhew, he is now like the official like Chewbacca like Wookiee actor for Star Wars. And he just seems like the most humblest, nicest guy in the world. And so it's it's cool that he's kind of being able to jump out of, like, the Chewbacca and, like, get to be, like, a fucking, like, he gets to be a Jedi. But, like, a Wookiee yeah. Jedi, you know? Hell so, yeah. So that's good for him. I I was happy about that. Um, I'm just yeah. hyped for that cast in general. It's... It's has some very big players, and I again like it'll be our first like High Republic show. We don't have that yet, so that it's so much new territory. It's it's gonna be dope. Yeah, and oh. I, th- I think it's it's kind of overdue because like the High Republic has had a bunch of books and a bunch of comics like out, mm-hmm. and I know I'll, there's a like a good fan base that really loves the High Republic, and like I want to try to get into it, but. It's always hard because I don't know like what where I should start. So having like a good base of like having like a a show to like plant your feet down a little bit will mm. be really nice. Um, I think they did say that this is going to be kind of like on the tail end of the High Republic. So this is kind of like bleed going to be kind of bleeding into uh, the prequel series. The prequel trilogy, I should say. Thanks. Um, so that'd be cool. Um, did you you had something you wanted to mention? Oh, just Andor season two next year. That's it. I'm hyped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Said, it's coming next year. Fucking gonna see so much go down. Oh my god. Oh, that show is. Woo! I love that show. Dude, like so good. They they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Just and like having something I, so different. I know, and just the cast is so killer, and I'm just really curious to see what they do with Stellan Skarsgård's character. He fucking stole the show for me, and that monologue he has for that one episode with about the sunrise. Oh my god, I was just <laughs> blown away. And of course, his ship is sick, and you know, of oh, course, yeah. Schmeagol there so that was that was pretty Dude, good and overall any oh. circus got so much praise at celebration like i oh, didn't dude. realize how much people love like that those prison episodes we're hella good no um because like you know everybody likes to have like their own like special like star wars like related chance but like for um for andy circus 
people just started chanting one way out one way out yeah. or like they was like ask him to like yell get on program and stuff like yeah. that and it's like that's so crap that's so cool like and that and that's like another like um i don't want to say redemption but like you know some people like didn't like how like snoke was done in in the the sequel movies and so ha having andy circus like have like this other like opportunity to actually have like an actual face character and have it like yeah, yeah, yeah. have it like be like a home run like it has been is so cool to see i kind of hope Good. that he i kind of hope that somehow his character comes back <laughs> i don't know how but yeah. he does come back in movie eight of nine <laughs> He comes uh -oh. back with the vengeance. Oh, oh, I guess no. we see him in seven too. Oh, but... they... <laughs> General, they let me die. <laughs> I couldn't swim. <laughs> there was no one way out for me. <laughs> there is one way. This way of the Sith. The way of the First <laughs> Order. Thank <laughs> God. Oh man. And uh. A little more about uh we heard a little more about um skeleton crew. So that's that's actually happening. Like it's it's going, it's happening. But I you know, before it, it sounded oh, like yeah, it was I mean, when, up and down. It's for sure it, it's coming now for sure. I, mean, I didn't when, realize it was connected to the the Mandoverse, I guess I'd you'd say you said earlier. I didn't realize it was connecting to that. Yeah, it's in the same time frame. But I mean, come on, like when you hire someone like Jude Law, like that show is being made. You don't cancel a Jude Law show. Worth. Law. Um, yeah, I, I'm still kind of interested to see like what they're gonna do with this because I know it's, I, it's roughly like uh like these kids kind of get displaced and you know Jude Law is kind of like the guy that's gonna be like their mentor, I guess maybe. So you yes. know, that's a thing. Um, so. Uh, to go along with that, there's not a lot of news about this, but uh, Disney and Lucasfilm say that the the Lando uh, Disney Plus yeah. show is still happening. Don't worry. There's no information about it, but it is still happening. Yeah, right? How much money are they giving Childish Gambino? How much money to to tie him down for Lando? Fuck it, make him a producer. Ooh, that'd be a good move. Lana is over, and that was spectacular. But he could do some great stuff with Lando. He's got the vision. And his brother. I think it would be good. Especially since, like, I feel like they have to do something from, like, the solo movie. Because I, yeah. I feel like it got a raw deal just because of, like, its time frame that came out after, like, last The Last Jedi. But like Solo yeah. was like really good, like a really decent movie, and so to kind of just like leave it alone is really serving it like a just like a, like an unjust like yeah. treatment. So I really I really do hope that they get this Lando show working out pretty well. Me too. Uh, Would love to see that chapter closed. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Yeah, or at least like expanded upon. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Other than that, um, you know, they just talked about more about uh, Jedi Survivor. Hell yeah. Um, just kind of like how they are just kind of expanding upon what Fallen Order did. Um, you know, the com the the combat is going to be getting a little bit more of a polish and kind of upgrade. Um, they did confirm that we are not going to be losing any of the powers that we got. In, yeah, that's exciting. In Fallen Order, they're just adding on to them as well. Um, they actually, um, the creative director from Respawn uh, actually mentioned how um, for Jedi Survivor, you're going to be able to dual wield lightsabers and have like dual wield combat apparently that was a feature that they couldn't get on to Fallen Order because they wanted to do it for Fallen Order and they only got as far as like what we got with like the double bladed lightsaber yeah. and so they said now that they've been able to upgrade you know it's a new new generation like they're using like new technology they're able to actually go in and work on you know the combat suite, so we're gonna get a lot of mm -hmm. cool new powers. Um, customization is getting like a big update compared oh, yeah, to that beard. That beard. It was funny because um, the uh, the guy who plays Cal Kestis, um, well, Cameron Monahan. Cameron, Cameron Monahan. Um, Monahan. He came out wearing one of um, the old ponchos from. Um, I saw that clip, yeah. And he he did this bit where he was like, "All right, so tell me, are there ponchos in the game?" It's like he kept bringing up ponchos all the goddamn time. <laughs> um, but uh, they did confirm that uh, there's going to be a bit big variety of customization options, and it's going to and. They said that as far as like outfit options, they're going to be piecemeal. So you're going to be able to mix and match. Um, nice. Customization option for a cow. Um, which is cool. Cause I know like, um, like the deluxe edition, you're going to be able to get cosmetic items for, for like Luke and Han. And I think Obi-Wan as well. So you're going to be able to get like themed stuff too. Um, cool. and of course for like, for, um, bd1 and um there's going to be more lightsaber uh customization compared to the last game Hell which is yeah. always cool so uh yeah i'm fucking excited like i said we are roughly no we are we are literally under two weeks away or actually no we are uh, exactly two weeks away from Jedi survivor yeah. coming out so that's gonna be fucking blast Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be locked in here playing that shit <laughs> for hours. Man, I have so many games I might play. I think I might. I could just wait again. Fuck, I still gotta get through Ragnarok Ugh, and Horizon or <laughs> Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> Fuck, or yeah, or. or I have Valhalla. I haven't even touched it. <laughs> 
bought that shit for myself for my birthday. And just, lightfall came out and give a shit. And the list keeps growing and growing oh, and growing. Yeah. The backlog. The backlog yeah. must always grow. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's pretty much all of like the noteworthy news. Of course, Indiana Star Jones. Celebration. But... Yeah, Indiana Jones, which I will say the trailer they showed off for Indiana Jones at Celebration makes the movie look way better than <laughs> the other trailers did. Like this trailer actually made it look like it's going to be a fun time. So, I mean, it's Indiana Jones, you know, Harrison Ford. Probably Punch and Nazis. Anyway. What more can we ask Nazis. for? Um, so yeah, that's pretty much a lot of the Star Wars Celebration news. Um, they did announce the that the next Star Wars Celebration is going to be in Japan. Yeah. In 2025, I believe. So it's going to be overseas again. Um, I don't know. <laughs> How how doable that will be, but you know, we will see. Still got to get packs. <laughs> see, if we can do that first. We got to knock that out, iron oh, that sure. out soon. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's easy. That's that's easy. That's doable. Comparison, yes, In very comparison. easy. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, Joel, what what do you think? Are you excited for Star Wars? <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude! Come on, it, it, it's us talking, man. I mean. Marcel's not here tonight. I'm sure he would have varying opinions, but yeah, it's us, so very much in agreement. But uh, yeah, if you have any disagreements or excitements or news we missed, comment below. Let us know. Send us a message. Send us a mail. Don't send me an email saying fire Kathleen Kennedy, because I am not going to agree with you. <laughs> if you say it three times, I'll look at it, maybe. But, yeah. yeah. If you're excited, comment below. Let us know. Send us a message. Tweet at us. Let us know. How many, how many takes did we get wrong tonight? <laughs> All of them. All of Fire. Them. But yeah. Um, and of course, uh, uh, Joel, if people, you know, besides, you know, the comic section on, you know, on YouTube or anywhere else, the social media, uh, where could people uh, send those hot takes? nerdcats at gmail.com send us an email let us know your hot takes for Star Wars or if you didn't like our takes let us know we are always down to talk about it bring it up in the episode am I right Brian? yes um, of course <laughs> <laughs> of course um, for those of you that um, are not watching us live at twitch.tv forward slash nerd, where you could join us in the chat and have conversations with us Throughout the podcast live recording, you could watch or listen to us on demand on podcast services wherever you listen to your podcast and youtube.com forward slash at United We Nerd as well. Mm -hmm. And also on the Zuckerverse and I just want to throw that out there on Facebook. And don't forget Twitter. TikTok. Sorry. On TikTok and Instagram. Instagram. Don't forget the grams. Before they die, yeah. Before, before Elon <laughs> Musk buys them, and doesn't know what the fuck to do them. But that's where you can find us. You know, before before all the social media burns to the ground, that's where we'll be. Yeah, we go back to pen and paper, and pigeon. <laughs> fuck it. Oh no.
Well, before before we kind of go back <laughs> in retrograde in technology, Joel, where can people find you? Uh, Mad Mac Mind on TikTok, Spotify, SoundCloud, also Acoustic Avenger on Twitter, and on Twitch as well. I'm probably going to change those handles soon just to something more concise. I keep floating it. Yep, that's where you can find me. Music and video, Destiny videos, put a lot of Destiny stuff on TikTok. Brian, where can they find you? Well, of course you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brian underscore Saber. Um, I do also have a TikTok as well at Brian Saber and on Twitch, on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Brian Saber as well. But yeah, had a lot of Star Wars news to go over. You know, thanks everybody for, you know, listening in, hanging out. We appreciate it, as always. Um, We will be back next week for some more nerdy-ass conversations. But until the next time, always remember to keep on nerding. Oh, nerding. That's how many TIE fighters I shot down. It shows three. Jacket. The jacket from, from Disneyland. Oh. Three three TIE fighters that I personally shot down. Your target computer's oh, off. What's wrong? There is no targeting. I just jumped from the ship <laughs> onto the <laughs> TIE fighter and in the cockpit started punching the pilot. That's it. That's what happened. <laughs>